Real quick, before we start, if you like what you hear and you're not following the podcast, make sure you hit that follow button. It helps the podcast grow, and that means we can change more lives of people just like you. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by my one and only fucking best friend, business partner, homie, midget, Cole Silva. What's up, dog? <laughs> you little fucking asshole. You're lucky that you're shredded as shit right now, or I'd fucking take you down a notch, but you look too good. I'm going to leave you alone. All right, I'm excited, guys. It's <laughs> one of my favorite calls of the week. You know how it is. All hey. Right. You can talk shit all you want, but I got a fucking trophy over here. So just wait till I get there. Hey, even if you make fun of me and you call me a loser, I'm gonna look at my overall champion trophy and be like, I'm not a loser. Okay. You know what I'm gonna do? What? When I get there, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my grinder that I have in the garage, and then I'm gonna wait till you leave the house and I'm gonna cut the head off your trophy and cut the blade off your sword. Hey, you know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna fucking go out. I'm gonna buy a fucking step ladder so that you can actually reach (laughs) the fucking trophy because it's on a shelf that's too high for you. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate the help because the fucking head's gone when I get there. (laughs) All right. So, guys, today's episode on podcast. What me and Cole do is we actually change the format. So, if you're listening to the podcast, you probably heard a few of the episodes. And what me and Cole do on podcast is we actually bring some of our students on the freaking podcast and we let them ask us questions live. And I think it's cool because it's like, it really is a test of our skills, right? They're asking us questions. We're like, let's like, let's record a podcast and answer it. So I love it. It's super exciting. And before we get into today's episode, Cole, you want to freaking, you want to, you know, talk a little bit about the event that we have coming up soon? Yeah. Do we, I don't think we want to give dates away, do we? Or do we want to give dates away? Should we give dates away? Yeah, why not? I think we could. If you're listening to the podcast right now, how many of you guys think we should give dates away? I think we could. I think we could talk about the dates. We're not nah, releasing anything. I don't think a lot of people want to see the dates. Okay, tell them. Yo, guys, I'm super fucking amped up. So as you guys know, we just ran a peak denomination event, and it was fucking bananas. Bananas. Okay, four, four of our students that came, came to the event struggling to a certain degree, not really knowing what to do with their business, not really know how to do to break through. They, as soon as they left that month, they all broke 10K. Lydia right. went from $1,500 to 10K. Joshua Ayers went from 3K to 10K. Miranda Crisp went from $3,500 to $10,000 a month. And who's the other one? I fucking, we have the other one. We keep saying four, but I don't remember who it was. I'm fucking, Lydia, we got to go through the, gosh. we got to go through the database. Yeah. And one of our clients, Charlotte, literally had never signed an online fitness coaching client. And now she has 15 fucking clients right after the Yeah, event. absolutely cited, which was fucking amazing. Not to mention guys, even on the other side of it though, like let's take money out of it. There was two of our clients that did like fucking mind-blowing things afterwards and they got a tattoo of the event all right keith all right fucking stud got roman numerals at the date of the event tattooed on his wrist dakota all right again fucking stud he is from fucking uh the states and he got a maple leaf with the pt domination logo tattooed in the center of it and it just was it was very heartwarming like made us feel absolutely amazing and it just showed the impact the event had on everybody and with all that being said 
All right, me and B want to let you guys know that we're not releasing tickets yet, but stay tuned because the event is going to be from February 3rd to February 6th. February 3rd to February 6th for the next All Access PT nomination event, everyone. Yes, I'm fucking amped up. So February 2022 is going to be the next fucking event. And we are so goddamn excited because the last one, like... To say that it just changed lives, honestly, I feel like an understatement. There was like emotional breakthroughs happening every fucking couple hours, every couple minutes at the fucking event itself. Yo, guys, if you came to the last event and you're fucking tuning into this, you need to like send us a DM and let us know how you felt about the event, by the way. The last event changed some fucking people's lives forever. It changed some fucking people's lives forever. And our goal at this next event is to make every single event better because you guys know how me and Cole work. We don't do shit just to do it. No. If we're gonna if we're gonna do something, it's like we're gonna be the overall champs of it. So if like if me and Cole are gonna throw an event, like we're gonna make sure that this event is fucking legendary. And so any person that comes to the event, I absolutely promise you, your life is gonna be changed forever. Now this event is only available for PT domination students. All right, it's only available for PT domination students. Another thing I'm gonna say is you guys thought the event was good, but wait till you know Caleb and Jeff show up at the event. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking lit. It's going to be fucking mental. There's a lot of tears fucking flying around at the last event. There's a lot of breakthroughs. There was a lot of life-changing things that were happening. And I'm talking about like people moving out of their fucking cities, people transferring what they were fucking doing on a daily basis. So get fucking ready because it's going to be late. Now that's it. That's the fucking intro. We're going to get into the podcast now. And we've got our boy Brandon on the docket. Brandon, welcome to Podchats with your coaches, your beautiful, good-looking coaches. And we're here to serve you. So what questions do you have for us? Yo, what's going on, man? So Caleb told me I have to start off by saying that I've never like niched down on an avatar, which that is very fundamental, but I just haven't. And I've made up to 7,500. That's what I hit last month. So we were talking about it and I think I have an avatar that's going to work for me. And so I went from basically just going for men and they're 25 to 60. Like that's where my clients are ranging who are busy career men, which was very vague. But now I kind of want to niche down and something that I'm like very passionate or not. I wouldn't say passionate about, but something I can relate to is I want to help men who are typically going to be playing video games all the time. People who are typically in their 20s and 30s who need to lose 30 to 50 pounds. They've already graduated. They're kind of struggling with their confidence and going out. And I kind of want to help them lose the weight, build the confidence. And my client Brady, we just helped him lose 50 pounds and he fit that description perfectly and so do you think this is like an avatar that we could run with like what do you think about that avatar specifically oh go ahead first off how did you find brady we so caleb he was he's roommates with one of the coaches that we have at fda and then the his roommate referred us to us and i brought him in and so he was kind of like a referral Mm, okay so this is something that like i probably have a little bit of a different opinion than than b because i guys obviously we say niching down is very important and you want to niche down in order to like scale to the next level but i'm also a very big fan in not fixing what isn't broken and the reason why i say that is because you've already made seventy five hundred dollars and you're making seventy five hundred dollars based off of what you're doing right now the reason why i bring that up is because if you just transfer everything that you're doing niche down on one specific fucking avatar that number one isn't even reaching out to you right now on social media that's going to affect what the fuck is going on all right because if you would have told me brady came from your instagram based off of the things that you were writing the pains you were speaking about and what you were doing on a daily basis that would have been a different conversation but like when it comes down to finding an avatar guys i think it's very important to niche down at the beginning like this is 
who I want to be working with. This is the pains that I relate to. This is what I like talking about. But the more you see success, and I feel like a lot of you guys might understand this, the more that your avatar starts just coming to you. All right. Like your avatar chooses you as a fucking coach. Mine was women after a certain amount of time. B, you want to go? Bing. I'm going to jump in right there because my point yeah. hits right off that. So that's why it's so good to have two, two different perspectives in coaching mm -hmm. because you get like the full, full range and the full picture. So I agree with Cole and I'm going to add to it because, okay, so you're choosing an avatar based off of your best client, which actually is not a bad idea to do, Brandon. And do I think you should have an avatar? Absolutely. I have yeah. a question. How many of you guys tune into the podcast because you know that there's going to be some value for you for if you're an online coach? How many of you guys tune in because you're like, I'm an online coach and I absolutely know that Brian's going to say something today that could be valuable for me. Now, if I was talking about how to start a gym on half of my podcast and how to fucking start an online coaching business on half of my podcast, would you guys listen as much or would it kind of just not, not like sometimes you listen, sometimes you wouldn't, right? Now that's the fucking case with your content as well. So your content, you need to be like the fucking go-to person for XYZ. That's what I believe. And that's how Pizza Domination has grown to 1,200 students is because Cole and I are the go-to people for online coaching, period, right? That's how we grew. And so here's what I think you should do, Brandon, is what do I think of the avatar? I think it could potentially work. But I also think that you might be kind of manufacturing it. I think the best way to figure out who your avatar should be slash, you know, where you want to go with it is to look at your client roster right now and ask yourself, what are the majority of these people? That's where you should go. Because like Cole said, if you're making $7,500 a month, you're doing something right. And so what I would be doing, Brandon, is I would be auditing what you're doing right. So I'd go into your current client roster, Brandon, and I'd look at your three to five best clients, the ones that paid you in full that have never had a fucking payment issue. And I would make your avatar based off of those people rather than just manufacturing it. Does that make sense? And that's the benefit of like, dude, you're a good looking kid. You're in good shape. You've got great energy. Your content's good. And so you're going to attract clients no matter what, but your content is going to get significantly more powerful. If when, like when I write a piece of content, you guys, it's like, if you're an online coach, it's like, you've read my content before. You're like, this motherfucker is like talking directly to me. Like when I write a value post, it's like, you're like, I'm like in your head. And if you want to attract clients with your content, Brandon, then you need to write content when you're in people's heads. And the only way that you would write content in people's heads is by having a deep understanding of your avatar and then writing specifically to them. hundred percent. And also do that. Another thing that I want to say, and this goes for everybody is what you just heard B said is look at the best clients that you have, right? But let's take five. Let's say five are five different people completely different ages, different genders, like completely different people, but they might have one similarity, which is their pain. All right. And that's where a lot of people end up missing the point. They get an avatar, but you you guys stop speaking to pain. You're like, I just want to speak to this 24 year old guy who's just fucking graduating and like playing video games and all that stuff all the time. But what is he, what's his fucking pain? Like, what's he actually going through? Don't just get wrapped up on like this fictional character that you're creating and like really understand what people are struggling with on a deeper level and the people that you already have in your program, like what they're going through because pain is everything. Now, here's another thing that I want to cut to touch on. For those of you guys that are listening to this that are like, oh shit, I might need to change up my avatar. Here's how you do it in a way that doesn't screw, like kind of like mess with the mojo of your social media. Because as an example, you guys, let's say I went to my bio right now and I changed it to, I help gym owners land more clients. And then a week later I go back and I change it to, I help online coaches make more money. You know what I mean? People will be like, what the fuck's this guy? 
got to do it. So here is how you can do it in a way that doesn't screw with the mojo of your social media, Brandon, is take your avatar that you just created and write three posts to them over the course of the next week and see how the responses are. As in, are you getting people reach out, resonating, commenting, and engaging with it? Or is it kind of just not creating anything, right? That way you can write posts and you, and that, that's the benefit of online coaching, right? Is in entrepreneurship in general is like everything is a test, right? But when you're testing, Brandon, you want to test smart. And so one of the biggest mistakes that I made, I'll tell you guys this, when I was an online coach B is I was like, okay, like I need to fucking niche down. And so I told Cole, I was like, I'm only going to work with men. I remember this. Yeah, I was like, I'm only going to work with men. Half my roster was fucking like females, by the way. And I, I think like, it was like almost three quarters. I think it was three quarters of my roster was females. And I was like, I'm only going to work with men because I need an avatar. And this is why I'm giving you the advice of like, look at your roster first. And so I like niche down. I was like, I'm only going to work with men. I changed my bio and I have women reach out. And I'm like, sorry, I only work with men. Sorry, I only work with men. Sorry, I only work with men. And after three weeks of getting on two sales calls per week, I was like, okay, I need to fucking go back to what I was doing before. So look at your current roster. Look at the client you currently have and then look at you know some of your best performing clients it looks to me like you've already done that as well with like that one client but i wouldn't just have that as the only data point i would take a look at your some of your best clients right now and then see if there's any other similarities slash common trends another thing that is like i think it's important to relate to your avatar like i'd like to understand their pain but you don't have to relate to them as in you've been in their shoes but you just have to be able to understand their pain yes that's it right there guys this is a huge fucking thing i'm sorry i'm cutting you off because this is very important like i had this conversation with maddie when we were at the event as well. Guys, you don't need to understand what it is like to be in somebody's shoes. You just need to understand the pain behind them. We've all been through painful situations, okay? I might not know what it's like to be 250 pounds overweight, but I know what it's like to feel lost in that rock bottom and fucking hate myself, hate what I look like in the mirror. So I'm going to relate to that pain, all right? What way that I was able to connect with a lot of different people on a deeper level is I utilize my own pain in my struggles, okay? I've dealt with the drug addiction in the past. I know what it's like to hit rock bottom. I felt lost. I felt lonely, all that stuff. So I related to other people's pain by understanding that we all go through shit, by understanding that we've all have something we've had in our past that has like made us feel a certain way. So I utilize that as my relatability aspect instead of thinking, well, I've never been in that person's shoes, so I can't relate to them. Last thing I'm just going to touch on with this as well is this is why it's so fucking important to write connection posts that are real and painful and vulnerable, you guys, because people might not have had a Percocet addiction like Cole has had, but when they hear his Percocet story, they relate that to their rock bottom. You guys understand that? And then they see his transformation going from per Percocet addict to champion. And they see that and they're like, oh my God, that's so inspiring. If he can go from his rock bottom to his champion, then I can do that too in their own way. That's why it's so important to write connection posts, but that's a side note. Brandon, was this valuable? Did this kind of give you like kind of bigger picture of Avatar and what it means? Dude, this, this was everything. Okay, and I think this is really going to help me get there. So yeah, man, this was everything. I appreciate it. I love yeah. it, homie. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Thank you for coming up. Appreciate you coming to the event. You said February? I said February, bro. You better be doing something fucking crazy if that's your answer, bro. Bro, you know what? <laughs> Caleb just said you're fucking coming, so yeah. I'll see you there. I feel like Caleb was going to drag me anyway, so fuck. Let's Good. Just... You better fucking thank Caleb for dragging your ass because it's going to be the best decision you ever made in your life. Exactly. Bro. <laughs> okay, now they're coming at me. I'll put you in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a midget. I'm five foot four. Cole, you got a little bit extra height, but... 
Bro, one thing I noticed too, side note, like B likes to make fun of me guys for being a midget. He always says it all the time. 90% of our academy is like almost my height. Or Dude, my it's height. actually weird. At the event, so, okay, so two things shocked me. Number one, yep. at the event, I feel like 90% of the academy is 5'7 and below, which yep. shocked the fucking shit out of me. Number two is that Terrence is a giant. Terrence is like seven foot fucking nine. Like I, my neck hurt talking to Terrence. I had to stand 10 feet away just so I didn't have to lift my head up so goddamn high my back was hitting my fucking back of my head i literally looked at terrence and i'm like you need to leave because i'm supposed to be the large black man in my house so you need to get out <laughs> yeah. dude homie took up three chairs in the fucking back of the event just like dude, the biggest human being i've ever met my entire life homie was out elfing me in my own house so i'm like can you get out please <laughs> i fucking uh, love it dude all right b thank you so much for coming up bro i appreciate you next person is miss sam sam rolson what is going on girl welcome to pod chats you have the floor how can we serve you okay so my my journey has been really fucking cool, but it's also yeah, really, it has. It's really emotional and it's, I've grown so much in like a freaking year, but like even more since I've joined the Academy set in September. And so a big struggle that I'm facing right now is how to help my spouse not feel lost in this journey. So like you both, your wives, how do you get them to be a part of your business and not feel left out? Because I can feel and sense that from him and him just kind of knowing like where is his place in all this that's a great question i like that a lot i want to do some investigating so i'm going to ask some more questions so when you say he feels left do you think it's like he feels left out and this is i'm sure that there's so many people that are getting value from this answer so i'm super grateful that you asked when you say you feel this left out is it like you're working so much and then you're working in time that you're supposed to be spending with him or is it that you're like so excited about all the growth that you're experiencing and then he's seeing you grow and he kind of feels like he's being left behind like can you give me some more context on like where he's kind of feels like left out oh kind of so we both struggle with depression and I've like made leaps and bounds in the last year and he's stuck in the same job he's been working for 10 plus years and he's not getting growth personal growth so he's feeling majorly behind in that aspect but also when he, he has some times where he's home for six days straight, the kids are both in school now full time and I'm working. And so it's hard for him to be like, why can't you hang out with me? Like, what do you want to do? It's like, well, no, I'm working. Like you work. I don't call you when you're at work and like, hey, what's up? So I guess both, completely both. Cool. Cole, do you want to go first? Because I know that Julia was working in a job for a while and then I'll add my two cents. Yeah, I've, I've had a lot of experience with this girl. So number one, the first and main thing across the board is like open, super open communication. That's number one. All right, this goes for any of you guys that are like in a relationship right now where you're an entrepreneur and your partner is working a regular job, a regular nine to five, like communication is everything. To give you a little bit of context, like when I transitioned, me and Julia met when we were both working at the same ironworking company. All right, I was in the field she was in the office and like not too long afterwards, I decided to pursue online coaching. And next thing you know, I was at home all the time. So she would get off work after working eight hours, come home and let's say like the dishes weren't done or like the house is a little bit dirtier. I'm sitting in front of my computer working and her instant reaction is like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, why isn't the house a little bit cleaner? Like, why can't we hang out or any of this other stuff? And it wasn't until I understood that they don't understand, like she didn't understand what I was doing that. I needed to communicate more that our relationship started to get better because I was at first, it was just, you get like that little part of confrontation where I would get angry. Like, what the fuck do you mean? You were working all day. I'm working. I still got three and a half hours of work when you're off now. And we used to get like butt heads a little bit and we'd argue. And it wasn't until I realized like, okay, I need to actually explain everything. So I just started like, no matter what, like we talk about our day at the end of the day, number one is boundaries. Okay. You obviously need to do that as well. Like set time aside to be with him. He needs to be a priority and he needs to understand that I needed to do that with Julia. 
data, but I also spent time every single day, guys, just brain dumping, like explaining everything that went on in the back end, right? Because to them, it's just an Instagram post, mm -hmm. right? It's just posting on social media. Not a lot of people understand that, right? And people aren't going to, it's not just going to change, right? It only changes through constant communication, walking them through it, showing them what happens on the back end, explaining to them and like having them look at what's actually going on. Because if you're mm -hmm. just like, well, I need to post on Instagram. Like that's, that's literally what my, what I need to do today is content creation. They're going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? I was just working outside all day. And you're saying that's work. Like a lot of people don't see it. And they're like, you're smiling. So I get that you've probably had some of these conversations before, but it's why communication is so important and why you need to open up the door to what you're going through on a daily basis. Show them everything, what you're feeling, what the struggles are, what the good things are, what you can get from it, what is holding you back and like pick their brain, ask him, all right, what he thinks about an Instagram post. What do you think about this? Do you resonate with it? Like get him to start becoming a part of it by communicating more. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And I have doing that. So like I'm terrible at like spelling and grammar It's just, it's awful. And it's, I've been such a busy mom where I'm just like, okay, let's just get it out there and get it out there. And he's like, you spelled this wrong. You spelled that wrong. I'm like, okay, this is your job. Here's my post every single day. I just send it to him. He checks it over. So in that sense, I definitely noticed some big changes in having him do that. So finding more tasks for him like that, I guess. Well, yes. And also no. So I think that I like agree. the communication is a big part of it, but I also think that a big part of it is like, it sounds to me like you need to draw better boundaries and make <laughs> it more of a priority to spend more time with them. Because I agree. if you're in the Tanky Coaching Academy, then you understand that like, I believe in three things, health, wealth, and relationships. And I believe that like, if you're building your business at the expense of your relationship, then that means that you're not like building something that's sustainable long-term because if you sacrifice all your relationships and you make a bunch of money, it's like not a fun experience. So what I'm saying is that like, it sounds to me like you need to be more intentional with the time that you're spending working and also more intentional with the time that you're spending with him. So if you know he has six days off, then what I would recommend doing is I would recommend creating a work schedule around that. So like having like a couple full days where you just are fully present with him and being like, yeah, hey, I know you have six days off. So like, I'm going to spend a couple days with you, but like these four days I need to work and I'm working until 6 PM. And like, I work from like 9 AM to 6 PM. I take a couple of breaks. If you want to go for a lunch or whatever, like I would love that, but it's like create super clear boundaries. And then like Cole said, communicate because it's like, we can't just expect our spouse. Like if he's got six days off and he wants to hang out with you, you can't just expect your spouse to be like, Oh, I understand. You need to work for six days straight. It's like, that's not really fair to them. Right. Not gonna happen. It's not a fair ask. So I I think that it's really important that like, here's the thing. It's like, I think that a lot of us are really good at scheduling time for the things that need to get done in my, in our business. Am I right or wrong? Like a yeah. lot of us are really, really good at being like, okay, I need to write a post. So I'm going to get it done. I need to fucking go live. So I'm going to get it done. I'm really, I need to tune into Cole's Q and A so, or Caleb's Q and A. So I'm going to get it done. So we're really good at that. But then when it comes to our relationship, it's like, we get, we spend the time that we have left with them. And that's mm -hmm. just not fair. And so I think it's prioritizing the relationship with him and being like, yo, you're a super fucking important person to me. And I want to make sure that you feel that. And also like this fucking business is extremely important to me and I like love it. And it's so much fun. And it's like, even though I'm working like eight hours a day, like you're working at your job, I'm working too. And I like, I feel myself growing and I feel myself getting better. And like, I want to bring you on this journey with me and like involve you as much as I possibly can. But if I'm working, it's because I'm working on something I'm super passionate about and I'm super happy. And like, and it's just like, it's something that makes me feel alive. And I love you so much and I want to spend more time with you. So like, here's what we should do. Like, let's create a game plan together. And I'm also going to like caveat that and say that it's not about 
about giving him tasks. It's about making him feel involved. Boom. Okay? Yeah. Like what, when I have Instagram posts that I want to relate to Julia guys, because I want her to connect with them. I don't just send it, be like, read this and spell check it. I read it to her. I'm like, mm-hmm. babe, I need to read this out loud because I want to make sure that it resonates. Like, can you like, give me any tips or anything like that? She never gets sent any posts to do any work for me ever. Never has. The only time that she like got work for me is when she asked like, babe, I'm bored at home because I was able to finally retire her from fucking the ironworking company we worked at. And she's like, I want to help with some things. So we brought her in to help with a bunch of the financial shit on the back end of mine and Brian's business. And that's what she's done since we've been fucking running online businesses. Julie has been helping in the back end. That's because she asked, all right. She like wanted to be involved, but I've never been like, here's a task to keep you busy because I know it might not seem like you're doing it, but like, you got to think about it that way right now. You're like, he wants to communicate. He's angry. I'm not spending time with them. We're butting heads because I'm busy all the time. And now you're like, well, here's a fucking task to keep you busy while I'm still working. You feel me? Where it's not about that. It's about the connection about like, I have this and I need help with it. So give me your input. Yeah. See, and I should clarify, like, and for the longest time we were butting heads because he didn't understand the things I do. Of course. And came to me and asked if he could start auditing my posts. Perfect. Then there we go. I like that. So then that was kind of what led to me being like, okay, like how could he obviously wants to be involved? How can I get him to be more involved? So I didn't just throw that at okay, him. Okay, good. I was like, I wanted to make sure that you weren't throwing stuff. So <laughs> utilize that then, like use it as a connection point where you guys can talk through stuff. And then like B said, draw boundaries, like have very strict work boundaries boundaries and then make sure you're spending with yourself time with not with him yeah this, with yourself this is a like you thing not a him thing this is a i'm thing. working at this time and at this time i'm done so i can then spend time with my partner and like guys it's not always going to be easy there was times where me and julia got in mad arguments because she's like you're literally not spending any time with me like when i was working on the business and i like we got in big fights and that brought us to our fucking wits end a couple times because of fucking how everything was but it was because of the fact that i wasn't setting boundaries myself i wasn't communicating properly and i wasn't wasn't giving her the time that she needs because again in a relationship you need to be doing that was this useful sam was this valuable life-changing good yeah thank you what what are you gonna do we're gonna have an open conversation when he gets home and i'm gonna explain everything i do because i think that was a big thing was you get so in the motion of doing the things that you know you need to do but they don't see it and like you said like you're in front of a screen so it looks like you're sitting there doing nothing so when the dishes aren't being done dinner isn't cooked they don't get it Exactly. So, and he's starting to, he totally is starting to. So I think we just really need to have that conversation for sure. Yeah. It's like, like, you, do you do a daily share with your kids? Like, what was your favorite part of today? Or like, asking yeah. him, like, what was your fit? Do the same thing. Like, tell me about your day, babe. And then he tells you about his day. And they'd be like, Hey, I want to tell you about my day now. So like, I can understand what you're doing at your job. And you can understand what I'm doing on a daily basis. Just like you were, if you're working at nine to five. Which like that right there is huge. Cause I have zero fucking clue what he does. He's right? instrument oil. I don't know what he does. You got to open up that open phone. Up. Yeah, I love that. that door. Yeah, cool. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thanks for coming up. And yeah, last, Shay, do not say we need to talk. To yeah, exactly. Time. I said, I'm like, okay. don't say we need to talk. <laughs> that, don't do that. I saw that. I was like, no. Okay. So last and certainly not least, we got Mr. Ben. Welcome up, bro. Thank you so much for coming up. How can me and Cole serve you? Sweet. Well, hello, lads. How are we doing? Best day ever, man. Best day ever, bro. Wicked. So a little confusion on the avatar. So I've watched Jeff's video in the in the units. I've been playing through them yesterday. Watched Nick's nine module 19 on avatar. So thought I was pretty clear. I've got some good feedback off the guys. And at the moment, it's a little bit long. I can put it in the description if you like my uh, my cover photo. Just paste it in there if you want to have a little look at it anyway. But it's, it's a little bit too long, the description of my avatar. Now, 
I've got a low ticket offer that I've been running for ages that's nearly killed me. It's my baby, it's my whole ethos and beliefs, but it doesn't pay me at all. And I'll be completely honest, Brian, when I spoke to you last week about signing up, I didn't have no cash at all. And I literally had to get, I've got 300 quid, which is actually my Christmas money for the kids almost. And I've just, I've gone all in because I need to make this work. There's fuck all else I can do. I'm in a predicament, right? So I want to get this all perfect. I'm confident taking on clients, no problem. Or I've done it for years. My my kind of, my ethos and my business is all around fit fitness kettlebells not bodybuilding fitness is a feeling making people feel good emotionally through fitness so my low ticket avatar has been 90% females mums you know which has been great however what I've found is I've got one or two clients that are high ticket or one and the main one really is a guy 38 year old guy who wants to be fit build confidence and kind of regain his youth, I suppose, which I'm doing really well with. So when I put my avatar description up, it was men and women over 30 who want to lose stubborn fat, 15 to 20 pounds without going to the gym for hours and being on fat diets. But then after listening to you guys just now, I don't know whether I niche down a little bit more and just stick it to men only because I feel like for me, although I, I really help the females, um, I'm not a female for starters, but the guys, I'm a bit of an alpha. I can really relate to them. I can get them fit. I can take them out doing training with them. I can guide them, you know, take them on mountain runs, potentially if I was to do things, events where we meet up, social events. Stop thinking about events right now. Just think yeah, about Yeah, okay. Your- Just online, yeah? Yeah, okay. so... What you're doing right now, I'm just going to cut you off for one second, yeah. is you're overthinking way too much. Yeah. Okay. You got your base avatar breakdown. Brian broke it down right here. I help busy men and women over 30 lose 10 to 20 pounds of stubborn fat without spending hours in the gym or fad dieting. Take so everything like, else out. That's all you need. That's what Get you that. need right there. Yeah. That's it. So I understand okay. what you're thinking about. Like we want to niche down like crazy and we teach you guys to niche down like crazy and like really make sure you hone in on your avatar. But at the end of the day, guys, like when you spend too much time thinking about the most perfect avatar, it ends up being not the perfect avatar because you're spending time just thinking about it, not doing anything. Number one thing you need to focus on right now, Ben, is signing fucking clients. Yes. Right. Say, I'm going to sign some fucking clients. Say that right now. I'm going to sign some fucking clients. See, that's 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 it. That's the only, nope, nope. Let me go. Let me finish. That's the only thing you need to be focusing on because it's like, Guys, if you're below 10 clients right now, the only thing you need to be focusing on is signing clients, period. Mm -hmm. That's it. And like, that's why it's like, yes, avatar is important, but it's not as important as signing clients. And you don't actually know, like, that's why your avatar is like subject to change because you might think, Ben, that you want to work with a certain type of person. Like you're like, okay, I think I want to niche down to men, but then you start putting out content. You know, you've got this base avatar, which you should run with, by the way, this is perfect. Start running with it, posting content, fucking delivering value. Yeah. You got this base avatar. You're going to start putting out content. Then there's going to be certain types of people that are going to resonate with that content. Yeah. And then you hone in on that. But you should just sell fucking clients. That's the only thing you should be focusing on right now. Not like, should I do low ticket, high ticket? Sell clients. Sell clients based off this avatar. Especially if you want to make money for Christmas and you want to like take off. Like, like this is the fucking thing right here. Sell clients here. Yeah. Okay. Before you you also go, Ben, I also want you to make sure, like, stop thinking about the future, bro. Think about right now. What do I need to do today in order to sign clients? What do I need to do today in order to scale my business? Because like in your little breakdown there, you started to talk about like how, well, I resonate with men and I know I'd be able to like get in there and train with them and like take them on runs and events in the future. Dude, fuck all of that. You're not even close to being there. If you start to think about like the future too much like that, like it's cool to have a vision, but don't think about what you might be able to do in your business and how you might take them on events and might take them on runs and do all this stuff right now, because that's not going to get you anywhere. We got to focus on what we need to do today in order to get money in your bank account today in order to get you clients so you can scale your business so you can do the things you want to do. All right, cheers, guys. So second question then on the back of that, obviously you've got the units. There's loads and loads of modules, right? So I've got my avatar. I've done my cover photo now. So for me now to go out and actively search for clients, 
Would you tell? Would you say to skip? I've done the first five, like it says when I watch a video. Go to the first five videos and then kind of pick where you need to go to be successful. Would you advise me to go and look at scripting or anything now to to actually understand how to get the clients? When did you exactly join the academy? Oh, two days ago, I think. Okay, so you've gone through the entire week one video course. No, no, just the first five videos, not week one. Just that's where I would. That's where I'd want you to go. I agree. Week one. Start at week one. Yeah. Two, three, four, and that's how you go through. And here's the key: if you want to make money in this course, you need to implement as fast as you watch. So don't just power through videos. Watch a video, implement absolutely immediately. Watch a video, implement immediately. Watch a video, implement immediately. And if you do that, you will sign the clients that you need to sign. And like I've done that with the workflow and with the avatar. So I've done the avatar now. I've done the workflow. So literally, as soon as I learn anything, I'm on it, on it, on it. I'm getting feedback from you guys. So keep doing that. And then my thing is that like, I look back for a second to check my work and then I'm on to the next thing. So look back for a second, check your work. If you have a question, ask it and then on to the next thing. Because if you spend too much time overthinking one step, it's like you could be on the third step already, right? So in entrepreneurship, in everything, success like speed. And the faster you move, the faster you get feedback, the faster you get feedback, the faster you get results. And also like Shake Hand said, like if you're in the Tanky Coaching Academy, if you're in the first four weeks, you get like a chat specifically for you. So it's like, use that week one chat and make sure you're using it a lot because we are going to help you. I don't think you've had your kickoff call. Did you have your kickoff call yet? Yeah, I did. Yes, yesterday. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, use your fucking, use your week one chat because those boys are like right. there to help you and they want to see you win. They want to see you get clients. Cool. One thing I also will say here, Ben, is something very simple. Do, then ask. Don't ask, then do. Okay. Okay? And this goes for all of you listening to this. Like if you watch a training and it teaches you how to create a value post, do it. Don't fucking ask everybody how to do it. Watch the video and then just do it and then post it and then get advice on it. Because like what usually ends up happening and it starts to like become like an overthinking process is someone will watch a video and then they'll not really know how to do it. But instead of them just committing, either just either failing or winning on their own, they start to ask everybody questions to figure out what they need to do properly. And then it's a week and a half goes by and they're just like, I don't know what to do still. So I want you to watch a video, then do what the video says, and then ask for feedback off of what you did. You feel me? Ben, I'm super fucking confident in you. I feel I have a really good feeling about you. I, I want to bring you back on in four weeks and I want you to talk about how you signed five clients because I'm super confident you're going to do that in the next four yeah. weeks. Yeah, I appreciate that, Carl, as well. What you just said there, that's the problem. I've been overthinking it to make sure yeah. I make the most of it, but I'm confident in doing it. So I should have just posted my shit, roll with yeah. it, and then I'll do that from now on. Yeah, I'm on it. Exactly, bro. I'm super confident in you, bro. You're going to do really well in this course. Cheers, boys. Thank you. you thanks. thanks for coming up, bro. Appreciate Cheers, you. Man. Guys, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. Thank you to those students who came up and shared and were vulnerable. We fucking appreciate you guys so much. Cole, where can they find you, bro? The Wake Up With The Wolf Podcast or TikTok and IG at Cole Lewis De Silva. Yo, I hope you guys have the best day of your entire life. Thank you so much for being our clients. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. <laughs>